0: to Episode 31 of the Blue Skies Dronecast, the podcast by UAV Hub. This is a podcast for the UK drone industry, discussing everything from the UK regulations, new drones, and also speaking to you, the people within the drone industry, presented this week by Tom Patterson, Matthew Hurst, and Haley, as well from UAV Hub. Um, we've also got, um, as you can probably see, a special guest for this, uh, for this episode, um, Larch from uh, The Silver Nomad. Thanks for being on the podcast, Larch.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me
0: no problem at all great so uh, just before we kick off we'll just have our quick um sort of uh, how is everyone doing i suppose really so matthew how, how have you been all good
2: uh Tom, yeah you sort of caught me off guard i think this morning's all out large and i'm quite excited to hear her story <laughs> so yeah not a lot from my side but good to be back mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same same for me as well. And obviously, we've got Hayley with us as well. A lot of our listeners probably have, haven't uh, heard or seen much of Haley. She works sort of behind the scenes, I suppose, with UAV Hub. So, uh, Hayley, a quick hello from you, I suppose, really. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> good, good. it's good So first podcast. So uh, hopefully it'll all go smoothly and probably the same uh, for Larch too. So uh, yeah, without further ado, then I think uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll kick off. So uh, obviously, like I mentioned, we've got a uh, jet setter Larch on this episode, which is uh, great, uh, great to have. Uh, and uh, I suppose our first question really would be, um, Larch, how did it kind of all start for you? This is how we normally kick off with our guests. Um, obviously, you're within the drone industry. So how did you sort of get into into drones, I suppose?
1: Um, Well, being a travel blogger, um, i always looking to enhance what what I'm doing. And I was with some um, friends over in Brussels. One of the girls took out her drone and started flying. And I knew that (laughs) what she was doing possibly was not quite legal. Um, And um, I didn't say anything to her then, but I, I got more interested in actually working out the legality of uh, flying drones when you're abroad, and and the respect that you need for countries, for people, for the landscape, etc. And so that brought me into looking at buying myself a drone, getting into it myself, and getting my
0: my, um, uh, it, Just my license. Yeah, please.
1: my license. That's it. Yeah, I was trying to remember yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was back in 2018, Um okay. I got my first drone then. Uh, my partner also. Is um, a drone pilot, um, oh. and um, he was flying a Phantom Four. But I, I needed something that was smaller that I could travel with because you, it's a backpack for him. <laughs> yeah. um, so I bought myself a Mavic, a, a, a Mavic Pro, and that's Fantastic. where I started. Ah,
0: brilliant! Okay. That's... I have
1: to admit, to <laughs> anyone who is scared about drones, it took me three months to actually fly it. Okay. Um, I, I was petrified. <laughs> I'm petrified throwing so much money up in the air and not knowing what was happening. But yeah. once I did, I absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. And I think that's very similar for a lot of people, because the first flight, I think, is the most nerve wracking. If you've never done it before, you know, you've heard all these stories about them just flying off into the distance oh. and everything else. And you think, actually, I don't want my sort of a £1,000 to disappear for my first flight. So, no, I can, t- I can totally sort of uh, understand why you would be a little bit worried. But I think, actually, spending time getting ready and planning and actually understanding the drone a bit more actually does work quite well and it's interesting from our point of view the fact that you wanted to go sort of uh understand sort of the legalities before going with the drone is is a nice way to do it. A lot of people do it in the opposite way, a bit like your friend, potentially. And uh, it it (laughs) normally works out well, but obviously it's a slightly more uh, dangerous route, I suppose, really. So uh, that was actually leading on to my next question, actually. So uh, obviously, you mentioned the first drone you had. It it was the Mavic Pro, was it? Was that kind of the first? Mavic
1: Pro, yep. And I still got her. Okay. Yeah, She still She she still goes out with me sometimes. Yeah. I do now have three drones, I have to say. Oh, okay. Yes. They
0: do multiply, don't they, actually? That's <laughs> they
1: the problem. Do, I don't. You just leave them in a, bottle, a, a box in a dark place, and that's yeah. it. Another one arrives. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so, so I now have a, a Mavic Mini 2. and oh, yeah. I've also got um, the Mavic um, Air 2S
0: ah brilliant yeah so you've got quite a nice range then to choose yes. from that's, uh yes. that's always good uh matthew i might might hand it over to you for a bit and uh, obviously just going through the sort of the next uh, next bullet points i suppose really what have we got up there
2: yeah Larch. um i was interested to to know whether your sort of going into the drone space was something that sort of happened quite naturally or whether it was a focus that you specifically went for in other words and um, that friend of yours that you mentioned was she using it for a similar purpose or did you just sort of see the, the possibilities of using a drone in your workspace
1: she was using it for similar purpose. So she was using it to enhance her her uh, travel blog and okay. i realized that you're know, going through instagram etc that more and more people were using drones um mm-hmm. i i feel now it's getting a little bit oversaturated and there are so many drone shots, and all travel bloggers have to have a drone. Um, so I wanted to have the drone shots, but I also wanted to be able to educate people to be using them properly, making sure that they've got the right licenses when they're traveling, and um, make sure that they actually are using it properly. Um, so I've helped a few friends um, and other people you know with their drones and teaching them how to use it properly um, in for whatever reason they're using it for, not not just travel.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. That's really good. I think a couple of our questions further into the interview are going to be answered well then because I think you've got an, a unique insight. You seem to sound like somebody who we've certainly not come across before. you agree on that, Tom? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. No, this is this is great. Great, great content, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So uh, moving on to sort of uh, the legality side of things then. So obviously you've mentioned you've got... Uh, so is it, I guess now you've probably got either the, the PFCO or the, the GBC, have you? Something similar I
1: mean, to... Um, I had a little bit of a... Crossover. I I um, uh, yeah. had the PFCO um, yeah. and I went to reapply for it at the end of two thousand and twenty.
0: Yeah.
1: And missed the deadline.
0: Ah, uh, oh dear.
1: Yeah. So I got a GBC <laughs> now. Yeah.
0: I see. Yeah. Most people have to do that then, don't they? There's yes. not much choice. It's uh, yeah, have to go through the GBC. But at least now you're sort of future-proofed, I suppose, which is a wish yes, one, yes. So that's,
1: um, uh, that's good. And I'd also because of the situation currently, my drone flying has been less anyway
0: oh okay um, i see yeah so no it's kind of a good uh, yeah so it's a good refresher then i suppose yes. as well isn't it yeah. which is always <laughs> always a positive that's good so have you found that um having a pfco or the gbc obviously is great for the uk have you found then going to other countries that we will probably talk about a little bit later on has have those qualifications helped in any way or have they been quite separate uh have you found when you needed to fly uh, in other places
1: um i have found that it's been helpful um though the countries that I've been flying in um, up until now have not actually required me to have a, a license, um, oh, okay. and recently I've applied for a license for another country, and they didn't ask at all about um, oh. if I had a license whatsoever, uh, which no. I found I found quite surprising. Um, mm, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I in my int- introductory email to them I said, "You, I have have my um, PFCO UAV um, and." Does this help me at all? And it was sort of, nope. And when I went through the registration, it didn't ask for it at all. So, no, I'm so that's anything. slightly worrying for me that anyone without any qualifications can just apply, get licensed and fly in that place. Mm. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that
0: is interesting. As I
1: said before, I, I'm, I'm quite into the respect side of it, um, mm. and knowing my boundaries and not trying to push them, um, and, and yeah. trying to encourage people to be respectful of where they're flying, who they're flying above, um, and, and nature as well. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm currently on the Isle of Man. It's a stunning place to, to fly, oh, great. but I've got to be respectful of you know, um, birds nesting, seals. Um, currently where I am, um, there's a lot of gulls around, so they attack the Uh-oh. dawn. So, um, so um, <laughs> yeah. both ways, respect helps
0: yeah i see no that's right. i think that's uh, music to our ears isn't it matthew this is uh, this is what we like yeah. to hear if only all students were like this that's <laughs> like, I, I i'm sure i'm sure a lot of ours are actually to be honest before i sort of get into trouble but uh, no that I'm, this this is really good um so obviously you mentioned um that you are flying in other countries so uh, which which countries do you sort of fly in the most i suppose should we put it like that
1: um well uh, up until 2019 Obviously, it was a, uh, foreign countries. Latterly, it's just been the UK um, and the yeah. Um But before, I was in Antigua and Barbuda. So I was flying in Barbuda, which is just absolutely stunning, stunning country to fly in. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Indonesia, Indonesia as well. Um, Honduras, oh, okay. I go to um, a small island off Honduras, quite wow. a lot called Guanaha, <laughs> which is where I took my first flight, actually. Oh, right. Oh, great. I, I, <laughs> I, ca- I carried my drone off in its plastic, You know, was still wrapped up. Um, and that's where i did my first first flight um, yeah brilliant and because of the the other travel that i was doing i was doing a lot in um i went to india quite a bit and their laws at that time was you'll forget bringing a, a drone in in mm. fact when we, we landed in mumbai airport there was a big sign with a drone you know, big red cross through it, oh, and it I just straight asked, away yeah <laughs> i just asked i said if i brought my drone here what would happen so well, we'll take yeah. it off you and i said oh. well, would i get it back Maybe. OK, wow. I won't be taking a drone to <laughs> India.
0: <laughs> no. no, and is that still the same at the moment? I guess it probably is, is it? Or I'm um, I, honest, to be I To be
1: perfectly honest, I haven't checked because I've no. not been going to India. You know, I, no. I tend to check places that I'm going to. Fair but enough. I believe that's changed that you can can actually get a license through someone else or um, um, actually hire some hire a drone there, um, over there. But yeah, it's something I'm... that, that um, I recommend checking when mm. you're going to a place. Good idea. Um, not just looking on the internet and you'll Google, can I fly in this place? And it says, yes, you can. And then you look at the <laughs> date of, of the post, and yeah. it says 2017. Yeah. You know, things are changing very, very rapidly. Yeah. Um, sure. I did a talk two years ago about um, for destination show about traveling with your drone. And this was mm-hmm. one of the things that I was emphasizing, is just, yes, look at uh, uh, on the internet, but actually do your research when you're going to a place. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I was looking at Namibia to potentially go and they say you've got to apply for your, your drone license six weeks before you oh, actually wow. need it and, and actually identify the days that you you want to fly on and yeah. where oh, okay
0: yeah and yeah. for a
1: drone pilot that's actually quite difficult to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah especially if you're traveling around and stuff it's hard to yeah. kind of have a schedule isn't it i suppose as well yeah. so yeah that's interesting it's really quite um yeah quite, quite interesting from our point of view all the different um sort of uh, sort of uh, ways to get permissions and sort of the the sort of the, the differences that you have to think about, I suppose, depending on where yes, you're going yeah. too. Which I think is yep. always good too. Uh, Matthew, I think there's a few more uh, questions to go through.
2: Yeah, that's right. Just still on a similar point though, Tom. I think um what's what's becoming evident is that at this point we don't have an in- international standard, but listening to the th- to the way Larch is talking, it sounds to me as though things are happening quite quickly. And that perhaps the sort of European and slash UK standard will become more widespread. I know they're doing hmm. similar things in the US. It's not exactly the same regulatory <laughs> framework, but similar sort of regulations. So perhaps Uh, a lot of other countries will start to take these regulations on board, not necessarily word for word, but so that it's easier to travel and and sort of more understandable for for people. not just interesting that the conversation has taken this turn because uh, sort of naturally it's ended up along the, the the question line that we had lined up for you. So in terms of <laughs> of preparation and travel with the drone, sort of a two part question. Um, you've sort of answered the preparation question in a sense, but in terms of traveling with the drone, how do you find it sort of between different airlines and so on? What sort of preparation do you do in terms of physically traveling with the drone?
1: Um- normally i I check all the, all uh, the, the airlines I'm flying with whether I can take um the drone actually in my hand luggage I also um, always put my um uh, back, take my batteries out uh, discharge them make sure that they're they're in um secure bags so that there's no um, uh, problems there I also if i particularly on uh, longer haul flights i actually tell the stewardess that i'm sitting in the seat that's where my baggage is and i do have a drone with me um yep. just in case and and quite a few of them said we're really glad that we know because it could it could uh, the batteries could go on fire you don't know it's it's a very 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 small chance yeah but it's there is the chance there
2: so that sort of preemptive communication is perhaps the best way of going about it, rather than keeping it quiet and hoping that nobody notices. Rather, engage and let the staff know so that you can do things properly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So say, so I've got my lipo bags with me. They're they're here at the seat with me, or they're they're up, up there, and that's that's where my luggage is. And um, I I think honesty is the best policy, Um, be honest mm-hmm. with it. Um, I have had one incident where I. Um, was called out about my drone and that is my fault and um, I'm yeah partly my, my travel agents fault fault um, I will not make name the, the airline um, mm. but if, if you look on my my um, uh, <laughs> travel blog you may find out which one it was um, <laughs> and I put my luggage through and I'd had um, my mavic um, pro on the desk and she went, oh don't forget your camera. I said, actually, that's my drone. And she just ah. blew up at me, saying, Your drone had to, my drone had to be in my luggage. Yo, know, this was terrible. I you <laughs> know, I felt I felt like a criminal. <laughs> and I said, when you get to the gate, you'll you'll have to put it in your bag. And mm. I got to the gate and it was literally, there she is. And I was escorted down to my luggage. And everyone oh, was wow. looking at me. And, and it was, it was actually, it wasn't the way that I would have handled it. You know, no. Um and I must admit that I wrote a very, very strong. I sat on the, on the plane with my my laptop, writing, you know, quite a strong blog post, which I t- tampered down. And then what I did was I I turned it round and said, right, okay, here are the airlines that you can fly with, and this is what the uh, regulations are. So. Mm-hmm. I see. Trying to make a positive out of my negative um
2: Yeah, sharing that with the community so that they don't all yes. necessarily need to go through the same bad yes. experience. Yes, <laughs> yes, Tom, yes. I don't think I, we need to ask the bad experiences
0: questions <laughs> anymore. No. <laughs> I think we just had one. Haven't we? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, though, because essentially that's all a drone really is, is a camera with a slightly bigger battery. So I don't know why they sort of have these this great big stigmatism sort of over sort of traveling with yeah. this aircraft. Mm-hmm. but. I guess in some places, you know, it is like that, I guess, for some reason. Um, so,
1: yeah. I think it was because um, the countries that I would have been traveling through um, banned drones
0: oh okay I'll that yeah i see fair enough that yeah I, I guess then that that makes a bit more sense doesn't yes. it still but mm-hmm. it still is you know sort of like i said before a bit of a, a strange thing you do feel like yeah you are a little bit of a criminal when, when you're trying to take a drone even yes. if you mention it it's it's, it's yeah. funny isn't yeah. it really yeah i mean
1: you know i felt as if they, they thought i was going to take it out of your dream the flight and <laughs> down, down the aisle Possibility, that's it but, yeah uh,
0: would a Don't good get shop, any though, ideas, guess. anyone. Please no. <laughs> do not
1: get any ideas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's interesting. Yeah, no, brilliant. So um I think we'll sort of uh, slightly move on now from sort of uh, what we've just been talking about. And uh, we'll basically now uh, have a chat about some of the sort of uh, the highlights, I suppose. So obviously, we've got sort of fairly standard questions here about sort of uh, the most uh, uh, spectacular places that you've flown potentially. Uh, anything that kind of springs to mind, uh, Lars, just to put you on? A,
1: uh, uh, yeah. As I said, Barbuda. A Barbuda is just. A fabulous place mm. beautiful long beaches with um, turquoise seas white sands but the, the sands also tinged with pink ah, oh, just right. wow. absolutely stunning place mm. um, but also I, I flew over a, a, a vineyard in, in Wales and okay. um, it was we had glorious weather it was um, it was sort of golden hour so it was reflecting off the, the vines no, and everyone else was uh, trying the wine, and Here was me very very happy, just <laughs> flying up and down, down yeah. uh, the vineyard. I have to be careful with with mm. the airports, etc. Um, is it, where I'm, I'm staying is actually in line of of the airport. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so I, but again, it goes back to respect. I phone up if I want to fly. I phone up, and say, look, I'd like to fly at this time. This is oh, this great. is my license number, and they give me permissions or say, could you just wait? We've got a big plane coming yeah. in. Um, but, Perfect. but yes, it's 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 about asking the permission and, and being respectful for to landowners, airports, etc.
0: Yeah, that's it. Not just sort of flying and hoping for the best, I suppose. Well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's great. And that's what we actually tell our students, you know, when you speak to air traffic control, I think people think it's a bit of a scary thing. But actually, it's just another person on the phone, isn't it? And they'll either say yes, or like you say, just can you just hang on? We're a bit busy at the moment or something like that. And communication, isn't it? That's exactly what we always talk about. Yeah, exactly. Um, And sort of following on from um, that side of things I guess obviously when you're flying your drone they do tend to um, a- attract people <laughs> just by the nature of uh, w- what they look like and the sound etc have you ever found that to be much of a problem or what do you do to sort of handle that or sort of uh, is there any any um, tips for that side of things
1: I've been very lucky that, that um no one's really bothered me I, I tend to fly in places where no one's around oh, okay. um, but but I do get you know, it's so Oh, oh, you've got a drone. But 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 you're a woman. You're a, you, but but you're a woman. How how have you got a drone? And, so, um, and on my business card it actually says that, that I'm a drone pilot. And I'll hand it over. And I'm really sorry, I don't mean to be sexist, but it tends to be men who look at it and they sort of look at the card and then look at me and then look at the card and it's up like, but 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 you're a <laughs> You're a drone pilot? Yeah and, it, um, and it's getting over this concept that, that women can actually fly drones. yeah and we're we're good at it as well. we possibly have a different perception of of what we see as beauty. and we're we're good at it as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true, and it's a funny thing because obviously I've been in the industry for uh, probably about six years or so now, and um, with all of the students that have come through, you could probably count the amount of women on you know sort of one hand, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. when I've ever, when I've then uh, given flight training or um, done flight tests. Um, like, like you say uh that they are very good and very methodical and uh actually sometimes much better than uh all of the males that come through actually which is very interesting too and uh i i guess we could probably use this um to sort of uh bring Haley in as well and i guess uh Haley, from your point of view obviously you're in the drone industry now and you obviously um look through all the social media posts and sort of um talk to different people flying drones I guess you would probably say that what 95% or more probably are are male. Would you agree with that as well?
1: Um, well, actually, on our stats, I'd say 83% are male and the rest are female. Oh. And, uh, and everyone that posts is one woman that I can actually think of that posts. Mm. And she does some great work in the peak districts. But it's, yeah, it's very different mm. Yeah. Shame.
0: Yeah. But I think it is getting better. Uh, again, yeah. when I first started, you know, it was it was all, almost all male. But now uh, we're seeing a lot more women coming through. So I think it's it's great. And hopefully people like yourself, Larch, are kind of showing that it is possible and it's easy yeah. to do. And yeah, yeah you know, um, sometimes actually b- being a woman could actually give you kind of a benefit I think because I know there's yes. a, a couple of people mm. that work in the industry uh they call themselves I think they're still operating anyway they call themselves the, the helicopter girls and they are literally uh you know a pair of ladies doing commercial drone flying and it actually has worked in mm-hmm. their favor too which is really interesting yeah. so I guess you probably uh, agree with mm-hmm. that side of mm-hmm. things maybe <laughs> mm.
1: yes yeah um I, I'm also an ambassador for um oh, Gold, which are based in America but but it's worldwide um so Mm, it's it's encourage women into the drone industry Mm -hmm. in all levels from um hobby flyers right up to um doing work for bbc yeah oh great yeah no that sounds brilliant
0: yeah and that's that's what we need you know we 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 want it to be as diverse as possible i think really don't we i think that's that's the idea so uh yeah matthew uh do you want to carry on with a few more
2: Actually, i'm very interested to to understand sort of what content it is that you're creating and how you're using the drone footage and imagery in your work if you can give us some idea of what it is that you're actually doing with this
1: um so i use it on my um, instagram which is the silver Nomad blog and um, i also use it, um to enhance my uh post on my my blog but a lot of my work is actually handed over to my clients for them to use uh, oh. for for promotions etc so um um barbuda um they got all the the imagery um i recently did a um, shoot on a uh, art gallery um where i was flying. it's based in a barn in wiltshire and so i was flying in and out the the art gallery um mm-hmm. very carefully very very carefully and that was with <laughs> with the mini because um um <laughs> i could get in and out Me, yeah. of these very very expensive bronzes um Yes. Um, oh, wow. so, so a lot of my work gets <laughs> handed over to, to the client.
2: Yes, yeah, so that sounds super creative then. Now, if you just want to repeat a couple of those names, where is it that people can find you? How can they go and have a look at some of the work that you're putting out there?
1: Out my there. Instagram is at the Silver Nomad blog, and my own website is thesilvernomad.co.uk. Um, I'm also setting up another, um, uh, I'm not quite sure whether it's going to be a website or a blog at the moment, and and it's going (laughs) to be aerialphotographs.co.uk. And the reason for that is actually my great grandfather, um, who's Scottish, had the first um, private plane in Scotland. Oh, great. Oh, wow. (laughs) And he set up a a company called Aerial Photographs (laughs) Limited many, many years ago. And uh, my mother recently gave me the stamp that they had for his business. Oh, and I great. saw aerial photographs and thought, well, that's perfect. And so <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it's a very, very weird way that, um, you know, 100 years ago, my grandfather had a plane and now I'm flying mm. drones and we're both doing aerial photographs. It, it, it is in
0: it, the it, genes. In a gene, <laughs> Yeah. And a bit of a nod back to him, which is lovely actually, too, isn't it? Yeah. That's... Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah but, which, you know, I, he was limited. I'm not, but I've um, no,
0: still got okay. his name. Yeah. That's perfect. Great. Um, uh, Cool. So, actually, we're coming towards the end of kind of all the questions that we've sort of uh, uh, come up with. I suppose, really. So, um, I guess uh, to finish off, then, if other people are wanting to, because we get this all the time, you know, oh, I've I've just got my license. I've got my drone. I'm going on holiday to X, Y, and Z. You know, can I fly there? So, have you got any um, sort of tips for people who are looking to go to a different country? You know, what should they do? You've sort of gone over a little bit of this already, actually. But if you could just kind of condense it down into how you would go about looking to fly in different countries
1: um the first thing that i do is i do a broad search of if people can fly hmm. and then i i drill down to actually the the um, country itself um okay. so as i said with namibia i went on the namibian CEA site hmm. and read their their uh, rules and, and from that you can work okay. out um whether you can fly or not um okay. and some of them you apply for the license and you get it some you know, i i've applied for a license for Sri Lanka, and I'm still waiting um, a week later. So that's fine. You know, it's Christmas, it's holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I, I would do your research and be polite. You know, And if they turn you down, then unfortunately you can't fly. Don't try and take your drone in, because you could get your drone confiscated. No. Um, I, I have got a couple of posts on my site about yeah, countries right. that you can fly in. Um, and I'm going to, to oh, be um, updating with a, a post about... Um, this is if you're traveling with your drone in foreign countries. This is what you do, and it's mainly going to be outside of Europe, um, oh, right. because they tend to have different yeah. um, uh, rules and, and laws about flying. Um, I, I also do um, do uh, all my my forms, and you know, tell them that yes, I've done my my research. I can, can't can fly. Cannot fly. Cannot fly as well. Um, mm. if you look at aerial photographs, there's going to be something interesting about that as well.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll put your um, website links into the, uh, the description of the podcast too, so people can just click click through if they need to or want to as well, which is great. Um, so uh, I think, again, we've sort of covered a few of these already, really. So just the last couple of questions, really. So uh, obviously, if you're going to be bringing a, a drone with you on, a, on an aircraft, uh, it needs to be checked in with your hand luggage, I guess, rather than putting it in the hold. Is that correct?
1: um it depends so, on the airline um as i said this particular airline um they, they were actually uh, i had my drone in my um onboard luggage my hold luggage but i had okay. to put my batteries in my hand luggage Um i would never right. ever ever put uh, batteries in in hold luggage because if they if, well yes if they go up no. the whole plane does um um exactly. but as say, check each each yeah. airline you're going on i'm going Yeah, potentially going on three flights and it's three different airlines. I've got to check, Um, Mm, uh... and luckily all of them have got (laughs) the same same rules, which is is
0: good. Oh, great! Yeah, (laughs) that's that's
1: good. Um, any? But I have sorry, (laughs) I have turned up airports and um, they've opened my hand like scanned my whole hand luggage, and they've opened it up and it just tech. It's just a, mm. a, your yeah. cameras, drones, your laptops, uh, Osmo yeah. pockets. Um
0: yes, I, I'm a, everything a, with batteries. Yes, yeah, so I'm a bit of a
1: techie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, that's it. No, I can definitely uh, yeah, uh, sort of yeah, appreciate that side of
2: things for sure. Um
0: any anything else, uh, Matthew, uh, anything else that we've uh, sort of missed off or anything, or can you see or
2: uh, no, so I think we've covered everything. I think it's been a fantastic interview and a, a unique insight. So, thanks very much, Lodge. Much appreciated. It's really been great. Yeah,
0: great. Anything from you, Hayley? Have we covered everything? Is that um, a good episode? What do you reckon?
1: <laughs> well, it's obviously a good episode because I organised it. Obviously, good. <laughs> 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 but there's one thing I would say think would be useful. So, um, would you have any advice mm-hmm. for women that are kind of teaching on the edge of thinking of taking any qualifications, something to handle, maybe
2: the classroom or just to get work in general just
1: to support themselves um I, I think it's having confidence in your own self um build up your portfolio uh go out all times of uh, different times a day different places uh, and get photographs to, to to build show people what you can do um yes being in a classroom can be intimidating with um with men unfortunately um i i had that situation myself um i'm i'm an older woman and i'm quite confident etc and even i was a bit intimidated by them because i was the answers that i was giving was were dimis, dismissed by the other students not by the person who's taking the, the course um mm-hmm. and, and i was right and they weren't
2: um, <laughs> I must say, I, I don't mean to interrupt a lot, but I, must, uh, I can second what Tom said, is that my experience with women coming through the course has always been positive. In terms of planning, they were always yeah, excellent. Yeah. neat handwriting, everything's done, all the I's yep. are all the T's are crossed, and in terms of flying skills, they've also been exceptionally good. Mm. Perhaps it's because women are putting more effort in to sort of uh, overcome that that perception, but uh, as I say, from my mm. experience, there's no doubt that they're, they're as good or better than, than the boys coming through.
1: Mm -hmm. And and it just smile, sweet and swear under your breath. (laughs)
0: That's good good advice, good advice. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but I know that um, it can be intimidating going out on your own as a woman, um, Mm. because you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know if if you're going to meet people who are going to be aggressive towards you. Um, But if you feel threatened, bring your drone down, put it away and walk away from from a situation.
2: Yeah, that's probably good advice in general, women or not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah true yeah
0: brilliant great um cool okay well uh yeah thanks uh again Larch, it's been a great uh, informative episode i think from all of us uh uh here at uav hub and uh yeah thanks very much hope you enjoyed yourself as well great no brilliant we'll have all your details like i say in the uh, the podcast description too uh yeah so thanks very much for uh listening everyone so just the final bits and pieces then from me uh so feel free to subscribe if you haven't already that means then the episode will drop into your inbox uh wednesday morning for that side of things um if you've got any questions we've will answer your questions remember send them into dronecast at uavhub.com if you can send in an audio clip that obviously works really nicely on the podcast but if not we'll answer them uh, via the sort of the the text format too Uh, review the podcast as well and uh, like we always say tell a friend if you've got some friends who aren't listening get them on board too that would be great uh, as well so uh, yeah that's pretty much it from me as well so remember everyone fly safe and blue skies and we'll see you in the next one thanks a lot